this Formula One 2024 win totals edition of the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Download Cut today in the App Store. That's K-U-T-T and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Get ready for speed. You just wait, sunshine. You just wait. Get ready for the passion. To whom it may concern you. Get ready for the raw emotion. See, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready for the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now. Here are your hosts, Rod Via Gomez and Cody Z. Gotta be honest with everybody, I don't feel like I hear that theme song nearly enough in my life anymore. Welcome again to the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Via Gomez, and as we trudge our way through the Formula One offseason, uh, again, Cody, I, I swear to God, I love that theme, and I wish I could hear it more, and I, I'm I'm counting down the days until we do it every week again oh it's too far away still rod it's uh man it's not like nascar we're under a month we're getting close it's almost here f1 you gotta wait a little bit longer it's not too much longer it's you know we got some testing at the end of february and then of course the bahrain weekend is kind of the first weekend in march there uh but we're getting closer it's almost here hey we've got a plethora of futures to talk about which is awesome Obviously, we touched on the championship odds last episode. Now we're coming back with the the race wins, which we had planned on doing the last episode, but we talked too long, which surprise. We <laughs> tend to do that at points. <laughs> you know, every every time we, we jump on the mic, we always go, yeah, you know what? This one probably won't be that long. And then 50 minutes later, <laughs> oh, we're yeah. like, oh. Said uh, it before we started this one, so it's this is going to be an hour episode anyways. <laughs> you know what? We've already, we've already trained our audience to appreciate a full hour of whatever it is we're talking about. And... You know, we're podcast listeners, too, and, and we will stick through to the end, even if it takes us a couple of sitting sessions uh, to do it. So we applaud right. you guys for doing it as well. Absolutely. So, yeah, like Cody said, we will actually talk about win totals. However, I almost feel like it is going to be a short episode because all we can just say is I'm not even looking at Max's yet. But whatever Max's is, you take the over, everybody else take the under, and just call it a day. Uh, I don't know if that's the case. It just... It can't last forever, Rod. There might be might be some solid value out here. And that see, okay, and that's a good preface to this episode as well. As as you know, if you're an F1 fan at all, or if this is your first time joining the F1 Gambling Podcast, first of all, welcome. And uh, you are going to hear one name in particular quite often, and that's Max Verstappen. When you talk about F1, especially over the last couple of seasons, right, where he's been the champion, he's won almost every single race. He's come from the back to the front to the front to the back. I mean, just Max Verstappen has done some incredible things over the course of the last couple of seasons. So when we talk about F1, a lot of times we're tongue in cheek talking about, well, it's, it's Max's season. But again, 
these race car drivers, they're all professionals and they all want to do their best. And these race teams don't want Red Bull to stay on top forever. But we always like to joke it. Hey, you know, Max Verstappen is going to run away and win 30 races this season, even though there's not that many races to win. And it almost comes with a grain of truth, right? You got to take a step back and look at what he's done and, and maybe put a little bit of, of uh, emphasis on the fact that he's going to win a lot of races. The books obviously think he's going to win a ton of races. But again, anything can happen. This is racing. This is, you know, a, a season that Max Verstappen may not finish for whatever reason. Who knows? You know, could be injury, could be whatever. You just never know in racing what each week is going to bring. Even though a few weeks or the last few seasons, you've known what to expect with Max Verstappen. Yeah, that's why they play the game, right? Because it's not always a, a sure thing. And yes, Max has dominated the last couple of seasons. Like we talked about on the, the championship episode, uh, as far as the odds, he's a very heavy favorite, right? He's minus 300. It's more in some places. Um, but that doesn't mean there's not value on betting in someone else because of the what ifs, because of the just in cases. And we laid out our case over there for that. And it's going to be the same thing on here for this. There's any number of things that can go wrong for Max's season. And even the last couple of years, he's not won all of the races. Other drivers have still won races, and the books have adjusted to that, right? They're, Max going in, or Lewis going into last season, his win total was at five. I, I have not looked through all these win totals yet, and I don't know what Max Lewis's is, but I'm guessing it's not set at five again, right? Because they've adjusted. And, and so there's going to be opportunities to get in here. Max is not going to win every single race. We saw it even last year. And, and what he's done, I mean, again, just like any sport, really, in, in any racing sport across any series, whether it's your local track, there's going to be spurts where one guy is just dominating or finds something and and nobody can stop him or beat him. And, and you know, they throw him in a different car and he tweaks one thing and, and he still beats everybody. And we've seen it in NASCAR. and We've seen it across IndyCar and in an F1, it's happened before, right? Guys like the Schumacher and and everyone else in the past have had their dominating times, but it won't last forever. Now, does Max come out and win 15, 18 races again? It could happen, right? But he gets caught up in wrecks. He has electrical problems. He has mechanical problems. They have pit problems. There's still plenty of things that can go wrong. We saw it most recently at Vegas, right? Things went wrong, and he almost didn't win that race. Well, it worked out for him. He ends up winning it. But there was enough things in there that, that went wrong that it's not always going to work out in his favor. Accidents happen, right? Even the best in the world can't always avoid them. He's not going to win every race. And that's not even accounting for other teams making a huge step, making big gains, you know, second-year drivers like Piastri taking big steps or McLaren taking a big step. You know, Mercedes figures something out, and, and Lewis is right back there with him. Whatever the case may be, uh, even though it's probably going to be very heavy on Max, it's probably going to be a lot of wins. Actually, I haven't seen his number either yet. I haven't looked at it, so interested to see what it is. But I'm, I'm sure it's fairly high. But it's not just a, you know Max isn't going to win every single race. Some of these other guys are going to have opportunities, and the numbers might be right to bet the under on some people if the books are a little higher on them and you think it is going to be more on Max. So I'm excited to talk through it. And again, still plenty of ways. And like we talk about during the season. Sure, Max might win a lot, and he's minus 350 to win races. Doesn't mean you can't find other ways to make money on F1. That's what we're here for. And that is exactly what we will do. We will talk to you about these uh, these win totals. But first, let me tell you about DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. It's bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs 
electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. You want to know what you're looking at right now? I see Cleveland and Houston right now, where Cleveland is a three-point favorite against Houston. We've got Kansas City four-point favorites over Miami. And then we've got the Buffalo Bills ten-point favorites over the Steelers. Elsewhere, you got the Cowboys minus seven and a half favorites over the Packers. And then three and a half the line for the Detroit Lions, who are the favorites over the Rams. And uh, again, it's it's a matter of how much fun you're going to have betting on all of these playoff games because that, ladies and gentlemen, is what makes the playoffs that much more interesting. So head down there right now. And while you're at it, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SGP. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 186 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You hate buying tickets. I hate buying tickets, especially last-minute tickets when you don't know for sure whether or not you can go to the event until maybe sometimes the day of, sometimes a couple of hours before, and then you're stuck trying to get gouged by every single ticket place out there to buy those tickets. One place will not gouge you. That's game time. You must, you must download the game time app now to alleviate the stress from all of your last minute ticket purchases and not just last minute. Even if you know a month in advance, you're still going to get the best price guaranteed by game time because they are going to give you the game time guarantee. When you buy on game time, your ticket's going to be on time and authentic. You get all the lower fees, all the best prices, not to mention it's made for your mobile phone, which means everything goes to the app. Regardless of what happens, you're not fishing through your email for the tickets. Maybe it went to spam. Maybe you put in the wrong email. Nope. Don't worry about it. Tickets are right there on the Game Time app. Not to mention they're going to give you a picture of the seat in which you will be sitting and enjoying the event that you're going to. All of that stuff is stuff you do not want to miss out on. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. It's perfect for the NFL playoffs. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I almost feel, Cody, as if we should start at the top and work our way down. But I, I, I don't know. Maybe we should maybe we should wait until the end to get the Verstappen's number. What do you think? Should we delay the the delay yeah. the uh what do you call it and, and or just start off with it? Yeah, let's save Max for the end. You want to save Max for the end? Okay, yeah. that's fine. Uh, then let's do this. Let us start with uh, with the top of these books here. They have one Carlos Sainz. His win total is set at one and a half. The one or the over for this one is at plus 240. The under is at minus 300. Carlos <sighs> Sainz last season Starting won. us off with one we can't bet on. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, Carlos Sainz last year won one race 
right? And and over the course of the last few seasons, it hasn't been much better for Carlos Sainz as far as winning races is concerned. So, again, it's it's one of those situations where you, you juice the under so much that you can't, you can't... Carlos Sainz has won two races over the last two seasons. And, and in his career, does he really take that much of a jump up in, in to win two races this year? Yeah, I mean... I guess if you have to bet on one side, you're just going to take the over because it's plus 240 and you're not, you shouldn't pay minus 300 on a future, but uh, I don't want anything to do with this one. I mean, maybe Ferrari finds something and they take that step and signs all of a sudden, but even if Ferrari finds something, it's, it's going to be, you know, uh, Leclerc that you're going to see more of the game from most likely. So uh, why would you not set this at a half? I mean, it's not set it at a half and, uh, I don't know. I, it says, <laughs> Come on, Caesars, do a little better on that. This it's just a. It's like it makes you not want to bet on it because it's not. It's not great either direction. What's funny is that it really forced us into just making noises as opposed to actually analyzing it. Ladies and gentlemen, you come no. here for the hard hitting analysis <laughs> and grunts. Uh, if you're caveman, you understood exactly Next. what that was. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, again, if you're going to lay a little something on this, take the over and it'll give you something to sweat during the season, maybe. And you're getting a number, but uh, just don't stay away from this one. I mean, the books really are baiting you to the over on this one. I mean, plus 240. Yeah, but even, I mean, one and a half, like there's nothing. At, uh, I don't know. I mean, put it at, because even at a half, like it's not a guaranteed thing that he wins a race. And, you know, if it's minus 130 over or something, then like. And you could do it. My, I don't know what you do for the under. I guess I don't know, but ugh, I well, don't like this one. <laughs> and and contextually speaking, though, too. I mean, last season we t- we talked about the fact that he had a win, but he only had three podiums last year. Grant, I mean, he was coming off of a nine podium season the year before, so that gives you a lot of hope. Maybe if this is one and a half last year, um, I'm I'm entertaining the thought. But this right. year, I don't I don't know. And like you said, and let's just go ahead and move over to. Leclerc, because if, if anybody's going to take that step forward, I think it could be Leclerc. Now, his number is set at one and a half as well, <laughs> but the but the books have both sides set at minus one fifteen, so it doesn't matter the over makes, or the under. That makes no sense. How many races did Leclerc win last season, Cody? He did win zero. Exactly, I believe. Exactly. So, so now he's going to win two races that, this year. But yeah, but why is he minus one fifteen over? And signs is is well, I guess signs is plus two forty. But I, I mean, I would be much more inclined to take Leclerc over at one and a half than than signs for sure, because we know that we know that Leclerc can do it. He's done it before. We know he's kind of the A driver of Ferrari. Again, if Ferrari finds something, if they stay out of their own way, they can compete. And and down the stretch last season, right? McLaren obviously showed a lot of, of ability and Lando was getting a lot of seconds to, to max, but you go to like Las Vegas and, and Leclerc was good there. Um, and signs I think was good there even too. And, and they competed with them. Ferrari showed a little bit of something. If they take a little bit more of a step, I'm actually, I mean, I'm kind of intrigued to take the over on the one and a half here. I do think, I think this one is set correctly. I think this is set properly. Um, and it's minus 115 either way. So it's, you know, now, if you think Max is just going to dominate again, 
then probably the thing you would want to do is is take his over, depending on the number, and just go under on everyone that it makes sense on, right? Signs at minus 300, no. But but uh, Leclerc at minus 115, it would make sense to go under. But I think I'm actually going to lean to the over on, on one and a half here for, for Charles, just because, man, he can do it, and he's been close. I know we didn't get the wins last season, but I think he had some opportunities. I think if Ferrari can take another step, they can stay out of their own way, which, again, that's the biggest problem with them. They're still Ferrari. They're going to get back there someday. We know how good of a driver Charles is. Uh, so, yeah, give me Charles Leclerc over 1.5 minus 115. Shaw's been in a car for six years in F1. He has more than one win in two seasons, uh, including that 2022 season where it was really him and Max for the most part, uh, and, and Shaw managed to get three wins in that season. So not far removed from it. And, and like you said, I think if there's one Ferrari driver that's going to do it, I think it's going to be Shaw. So you're right. I think this one makes more sense to take the over. I wish the price was a little better, but I think the books understand that this is the, this is the right move on the over uh, and one and a half. This seems like such a, an overcorrection. I'm trying to pull up. I wrote an article last year in January um with the f1 win totals if i can find it here we go win totals see what because i feel like charles would have been at way more than well if if lewis was was at at five he was at two and a half yeah he was only at two and a half but obviously he didn't win any so the under easily hit but so i only dropped him one but i think it is a little bit just of an overcorrection not that he should be at two and a half i think it's the right number but I don't think that, you know, we need to look at it like, oh, he didn't win last year. He's not going to win this year because I think for him pulling two wins out wouldn't be that far away. We Again, Vegas, like very close to getting a win there. Um, so I think that he could do it. Yeah, and honestly, it I think it would be tough even as a, as a book to sort of handicap anybody, honestly, you know, because when you look at last season, it wasn't as if everybody, only three drivers won a race. Right. So... I mean, as a bookmaker, what do you do? Do you set everybody at a half a, a half a win and just sort of say good luck everybody after that, or are you trying to get? I mean, I, I applaud them for trying to actually set realistic lines, but at the same time, it's got to be tough. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because I mean, if Max just comes out and dominates again, and, and they're hedging their bet a little bit with that by having him, you know, at minus three hundred to win and, and making it almost impossible to bet him long term, but. Um, yeah, I think that I think one and a half is the correct number for Charles because I think he could. I think he'll probably win a race. Right? You, you kind of got to give him. He's probably going to win one. Does he get that second one? I think is the biggest question. So I think one and a half is is a solid number for him. I concur. Six podiums for Leclerc last year. Eleven the year before that. So definitely someone to keep your eye on. We'll tell you some more drivers to keep your eye on. But first, let me tell you about Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. What's Cut? It's a peer-to-peer social betting, and it is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes. It's tons of fun. It's got social features that are going to give you the feel of a betting social network. I'm telling you right now. You always want to settle those bar bets, right? You always want to say, "Aha! Well, guess what? I, I definitely would bet you." This is a better way to do it than try to chase down your friend for that five bucks that he owes you uh, or that beer that he owes you because you won that bet. Now it's settled on the app. You put your money in, somebody's going to walk away with it. Definitely a good way to do it. Plus, Cut offers a lower VIG and fully customizable odds. How many of you guys want to create your own bets? 
telling you right now, this is exactly the way to do it. Cut handles all the payment side of things. So like I said, you never got to chase anybody down for money. Plus there's social features, group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head -head history, user profiles. So look, not, now you just can't stand there and say, oh, but I've won the most bets. Now you can back it up. Now you just show everybody on the app and say, I own you. And this is what I, this is my stats to back it up. So you definitely have the bragging rights for that. Plus there's rewards. You can get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Download Cut today in the app store. Listen, I may even set up some bets so you can go check me out too on Cut and I'll, uh, I'll, you know, we'll go head to head against each other and we'll figure something out this, uh, this week. I got nothing to cheer for. My Niners are on a break, so I got to have some action in the game, right? So Better, uh, better it be you than the books, I think, at this point. So download Cut today in the App Store. That's K-U-T-T. -T. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. That's K-U-T-T, -T, promo code SGPN. I'll tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside of your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Keep up on us all season long. We're going to give you some F1 plays that we love on Underdog Fantasy. And, of course, if you follow us on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, we're definitely going to give you plenty of NASCAR plays on Underdog as it pops up, especially for the Daytona 500, which is going to be so much fun. And then, of course, when we start in Bahrain, that'll be a lot of fun as well. So watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, Underdog Fantasy. Com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, well, we are skipping Max, so let's uh, head over to the McLaren camp, and we'll talk about Oscar Piastri. Oscar Piastri, this is a funny one. His over-under set at a half a win, which rightfully so. But his over is set at minus 200 and the under is set at plus 165. Come on now. Come on now. You're killing us. I, I really want to go over because I think that Piastri gets a win this season. Oh, man. I, I don't know if it's this year or if it's next year. But when McLaren fully figures it out and Piastri takes off, watch out. Because Piastri is very, very talented. He's going to be very good. Um, obviously, the Bucks are very high on him to win a race. You could take his under plus 165 uh, just because he's not won before. And uh, that's not necessarily a bad bet. I would rather not spend minus 200, obviously, on, on a future like this. Because, But I would love to have him over a half. Like, again, this is where we need the little slider tool. We need the alternates, right? Because give me one and a half at plus money. I might even consider that just because when Oscar figures it out, I think he's going to figure it out. It's, uh, you know, for our NASCAR listeners, it's kind of a Ty Gibbs situation. We talk about Ty Gibbs and so much talent there in a good ride. Once it clicks, it's going to click. And, and that's the same thing with Oscar here in F1. So much talent. He's in a good ride. Once it fully clicks, it's going to click. We already saw last year how impressive he was, how impressive Lando was. Um, I'm very, very excited to see what he does going forward. Am I going to bet his over at minus 200? No, because <laughs> that's too high of a price to pay. Um, but do I want to go as under? Not really, because I do think he wins a race. So a little unfortunate again, maybe if you get an alternate total here, um, you know, if you get plus one or, you know, over one and a half at, at some plus money, then maybe we'd consider something like that. But again, another one you're probably just going to stay away from just because 
<sighs> the number's not not super great. You know, it was long about the British Grand Prix is where he started to turn it on. In fourth place there, Hungary, he finished in fifth. Uh, bad day at Spa, but turned it around uh, at the Danish Grand Prix, finished ninth. And then, uh, you know, seventh, third, second, uh, a couple of eighth and tenth place finishes in sixth. And when you start talking about putting guys in McLaren uh, alongside of the big six, I mean, we always talked about last season how it was Mercedes and Ferrari and Red Bull, and then you threw Aston Martin in there early in the season, but then it became Ferrari, Red Bull, Mercedes, and McLaren. So, the, the, and most of the reason of that was because of Norris and Piastri. Um, Norris obviously making his head, his strides in there, but Piastri wasn't too far behind. Like I said, he ended up having those two podiums, or three podiums rather, uh, or two podiums. But uh, at the same time, he was just outside of the top six, sometimes inside of the top six, which when you talk about the drivers that occupy those top sixes, that's, that's pretty damn good considering you know how young of a driver he is and, and how much... We think he's going to improve. I'm with you on disappointed that it is a half. I mean, at the very least, drop it down a little bit. You know, if, if you think that he's going to win a race, I, I get your hedging with minus 200. Um, and, and the under on this one feels like the right move anyways because, yeah, he can win a race, but there's so many obstacles standing in the way to not win a race that it's like I yeah. would I, – the only way I would lean on this one – I would tell you is to put money on the under. I wouldn't tell you to to lay two hundred on the over because that's that's too much. And, and I think that uh, again, back to the point of if Max dominates again like he has, the unders on guys you're getting plus money on might not be a bad move at all. Because again, do we think you probably win a race? Yes, but he's not won one yet. Like you mentioned, he's only got two podium finishes, so it's not like he's. He's just knocking down the door of he's going to win any day. Like, I think he can for sure, but I think you've got a great point of it's definitely not a guaranteed thing. So, again, I think if you're going to lean away, it, it probably has to be the under mostly because of the number. Um, but, again, this is the type of bet where you start out cashing right away until you're not if he wins, of course, but you, know, you don't have to reach a number. You're already at the number. You just have to hope they don't go over it. So, uh, yeah, I think under would probably be the way to go, but another one I don't really want to bet on. Well, and so if you really want to do something with the McLaren driver, Orlando Norris is set up right now at one and a half. The over here is at minus 130. The under is at plus 100. So even money for the under. And and honestly, listen, if I were to do anything on it, I would take the under on this one and, and just leave Piastri alone because this one... This one seems a lot easier to to fathom because if Lando wins a race, that's great. I only think he's going to win one race all season long if if he if he does. It seems like a much tougher path for Lando to get to two wins than for Oscar to just get to one win. So I fully fully in agreement with you here. Minus one thirty on the over, absolutely not. I think that's kind of ridiculous for a guy that's never won before, right? He he doesn't have any wins in F one, and so again, while they've been close and he's been second to to max time and time again right it's almost starting to look like a chase elliott syndrome over in the cups they're like a second a second a second he's he finally is going to get a win right it's going to be a big thing when he wins but again going into the season not knowing where everyone's at has mclaren taken the next step they kind of came out of no not nowhere last year but they really cemented themselves in the conversation with the bigger teams last year you know do they continue to take that step everyone seems to think they do the books here obviously seem to think they will but what if they don't, right? That's a big question mark. 
hasn't gotten a win. Much, much easier for me to talk myself into the under one and a half on Lando here. And it's again, it's just one of those things, and we talk about it a lot on the NASCAR side of things and stuff, is you got to prove it to me first, right? And and right now what I know is Max wins a lot of races, and what I know is Lando's never won. And so you put those two things together, and you give me even money to go on the under, and you're setting it at one and a half. Again, it's not a half. If it's at a half, a little tougher because does he sneak out a win somewhere? Maybe. But but two wins, that's a much bigger step. So for me, this is a much easier under on Lando at even money for minus one or for under one and a half wins. Um, then this is probably of the ones we've talked about so far. My favorite bet that I would be more willing to go place right this minute is is the Lando under. And if you're taking the over, if you're if you're going where the books are trying to lead you on the overs on these ones as well, and and you're giving three wins to McLaren. And and that just I don't think that's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, yeah. that's not something that that you saw only uh, one other team other than Red Bull <laughs> we, win a race. We didn't year. even yeah we didn't even want to give Ferrari three wins. I mean right because so getting getting McLaren to three wins seems like a pretty tall task too. It's again Max isn't just going to show up flat this year and not win any races. He's still going to win probably double digit race. I mean I'd be surprised if it's less than double digit races, right? So. You know, you just credit him with half the races, basically. And then you've only got these other races to fill in, in which case he'll probably win a lot of the other half of the races, too. So you've only got so many to allocate out here. So, yeah, I think that the under on this one is is the proper way to go. Yeah, again, I'm not I'm not looking at a huge granted. It will probably be a good points here for McLaren. But as far as wins are concerned, you got too many other guys to contend with that are hungry, a la Mercedes, a la Ferrari. And I'm sure Aston Martin wants to get their ass back in gear as well. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and another thing to go against Lando, too, is eventually, you know, if these two guys stick around with McLaren, Lando's not going to be the top guy. It's going to be Piastri because he is the, the younger guy. He's the talented guy. Like, he's going to take the front seat. So if Piastri starts the season early a little bit hotter, He's going to get the the benefit of everything from McLaren. They're going to push him harder, and and that's where it, it could flip easily to be an Oscar's the top guy, Lando's right there with him or whatever. But but in F one, you've generally got a guy that's more the top guy and and the number one guy on the team. And I don't think it's going to take very long for that switch to flip to Oscar. If it flips early in the season, it's going to be even harder for Lando to get to two agreed all right we'll get to some more drivers but let me tell you about hall of fame bets win bigger by betting smarter this nfl season with hall of fame bets the sports betting analytic platform for parlays player props and game lines research every nfl nba and soccer bet with historical stats and data enter any parlay idea into hall of fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com use code sgpn to get 50 percent off of your first month today start researching start winning with hall of fame bets all right, well, let's talk about some of those Mercedes drivers that we were talking about earlier. A fellow, a couple of fellow British drivers in Lewis Hamilton, who uh, I guess we can still say holds on to that top spot over there in uh, in Mercedes. I know Russell was kind of jockeying for it for a little while, but I think it's still Hamilton's until he decides to hang it up, which he has not already. Uh, 
but Lewis, you said it was set at what? Five, five and a half Oof. last year. Yeah. That's insane. Let's see what it was. Uh, and I think it was juiced. It seems like uh, it should have been. He, he was minus 105 to the over and minus 110 to the under at five and a half last year. God bless America. Yeah. you And you did say hammer the under on that one. So yeah, good that on you. Was, that was my favorite one. Yeah. That was an easy one. And this one could be easy as well. Uh, one and a half. Is what it's set at. So you can you can tell the drastic drop that the books were like, well, okay, we're gonna correct. Yeah, to shift it four races. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big shift. Um and and you could maybe make the case they're overcorrecting because because Max won so much, but that's two seasons in a row now that Lewis hasn't won a race. Mercedes wasn't super impressive last year. I mean, there wasn't really any point in the season where you felt like, okay, Mercedes is really starting to click. Uh, you go back to two seasons ago, and, and Russell really came on strong at the end, right? He wins a race late in the season, and uh, I think he had, what did he finish in the top? Was it top six, all but two races or something? I mean, just out, and so it was like, okay, Mercedes has shown something. Like, you know, we didn't think Lewis was going to get the five and a half wins, but he saw, but I mean, under, under one and a half at plus money again here, like, I love you, Lewis, and he's done a lot. He's won a lot. I think we're still at nobody with over 300 wins or 300 starts has won a race. Uh, again, Max is going to take away so much of it. It just Mercedes hasn't looked like the Mercedes of old. Now, could Lewis come out and suddenly win five races and would it really be super shocking? Oh, my God. A little bit, yeah, because of how they've run the last couple of years, but it's Lewis Hamilton. It's Mercedes. Like We've seen him win seven titles, right? So it's not nothing crazy, but... Yeah, as far as betting, I think you have to take the underside of this. Again, minus 140 on the over. Absolutely would not even consider that. Um, but I really do like betting the under. This is very similar to, to Lando. Like, again, you can make the case that he can get to two wins because it's Lewis Hamilton. And I think that name value carries something. But the books are also thinking this name value carries something. And the last two years, he hasn't got it done. You know, if he gets back to one more win, it's going to be like, is this the final time we see him at the top of the podium is, you know, so is he going to get to two? That's a little bit of a taller task. Again, you know, it's not like wouldn't be super shocking if he won two races, but I'm definitely going on the under here, especially again, getting the plus money side of things. Uh, I think it's definitely the way to go. Uh, yeah. So like you said, the uh, under on this one, plus plus one ten, the over at minus minus one forty. If this is closer to last year's minus one Oh five, I may, I may, want to think that's just that's betting with your heart though like it i know i know and that's which i'm almost surprised that it's not a little bit lower on the over they must be scared that he can win two races because they've got a juice that way but man it just feels like going to over is just betting with your heart because everybody wants to see it right and and we miss lewis being at the top but he's not anymore and and gosh jimmy johnson we saw it rod like you're a big fan and seven-time champion and he won five in a row and he absolutely dominated NASCAR for years. And they changed the formats to try and stop him and nothing could stop him. And at the end of it, though, he didn't have a shot. He was never going to win races those last couple of seasons. He wasn't getting top fives. He wasn't. It just, you know, I don't think he made the playoffs in his last season. Like it, it fell off. And, and again, Lewis is getting to that point where it's starting to fall off. Mercedes is, is missing a beat a little bit. So, yeah, I, I think that I, I'm definitely taking the under on there. Actually, this is probably one that I will bet because, um, again, you're starting hitting this one plus money. If Max 
you know, wins a ton again, going to be even tougher for Lewis to get it done. Lewis, six podiums last season after nine the season before and 17 the season before that. I'm not one for regression, but those yeah. numbers. And are I mean, and he had one, what was it 15 seasons in a row or something that he won at least one race until the last two. And it's, it's really fallen off and hard to see it going. No wins, no wins back up to two. Cause it, Again, could happen, but you, you've got to bet on the under, I think. I agree. Let's turn our attention to his teammate. One already that I will tell you I'm staying away from altogether. Uh, George Russell, one and a half is the number. The over is set at plus 205. The under at minus 250. They're pretty sure on which way this one's going, aren't they? I swear to you. I mean, honestly, and, and obviously we know George Russell did not win a race last year. In fact, he only had two podiums all season long. George Russell has just not been comfortable this season. Uh, four DNFs. He had more DNFs than he had podiums last year. And for George Russell, that's not something that you're used to seeing. Nothing disappointed me more than George Russell last year. I was so big on him going into the season. I was convinced, like, the passing of the torch, he won the race. Lewis didn't win one. He's going to be the guy that takes him on. He's the young, talented guy, right? kind of fell flat on his face and after he had such a strong run his first year in mercedes of of all of those you know like i said only two finishes outside the top six one of those was because he stopped to check on yuki after the crazy wreck in in the british gp wasn't allowed to go because he got out of the car whatever and so like really only one race where he didn't finish inside the top and it was all looking good and then last year just a really big disappointment i mean he wasn't that competitive you didn't see him up there as much um, you definitely can't bet the under. You're minus 250. That's just crazy. Um, at plus 205, I could make enough of a case, throw a little coin on on the over. If Again, if it's one where I have to pick a side, it would be the over because of the number. Um, I think Russell's capable of winning multiple races. I think what we saw two years ago showed that. Maybe last year was more of a case of Mercedes just kind of missed. Maybe they come back and find something this next year. Um, you know, here in 2024, and and Russell is the guy. I think that it's an easier case to get Russell to two wins than Lewis at this point, which is weird to say and sad to say. But uh, I think that that if they f- hit things on all cylinders, I think Russell can figure it out. I think he's young enough, he's talented enough to adapt quickly and and get in there. Um, so I wouldn't mind laying the over at the number at, at getting it a two to one. But I'm not racing to the book to bet this by any means because. It's still a tall task, I think, to to get him to two victories, which is crazy because now we're basically saying that Mercedes probably won't even win two races this upcoming season, which you'd have said that a couple of years ago and, and people would have thought you were insane. So it is, again, but that's, we're going to get to that point with Red Bull eventually, right? Where it's like, do you remember when Max won all those races, right? Lewis has been there and Lewis didn't win as many races in a season. Nobody won as many races in a season as Max has the last couple of years, right? But it all ebbs and flows, and eventually it won't always be Red Bull. It won't always be Max. I don't know if we're there yet, but but yeah, you get the point. Yeah, no, and we're we're still on the on the ebbing of this uh, of this Red Bull team. <laughs> it may not ebb nearly as as much. Wait, is it ebb? Which side of the? It's, I don't know. It's flowing right now. I think is that what the flow? I don't know. We're on the I high. We're on the up up elevator part of mercedes the roller coaster ain't going down yet no of red bull yeah hold on let's just keep making noises so the cave people can know <laughs> that, uh, 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 
Eighth place was his average finish for George Russell last season, as we talked about. And really, the only two times that he was on the podium, he was on the bottom step of that podium. So he only eked out uh, third places. And one of those was the last race of the season at Abu Dhabi. So, yeah, I mean, again, it's this is one that I'm just going to stay away from completely. But I think for from a journalistic standpoint, we have to uh, at least bring it to your attention that it's out there and that it is uh, that's the numbers for it. All right, let's turn to Red Bull but not the Red Bull driver you think. Let's talk about Sergio Perez. Sergio Perez, as our friends over there in the uh, UK say. Uh, Listen, this number is set at two and a half. Uh, Sergio won two two races last year. Sergio fell off the face of the earth more often than he actually did, especially in the second half of the season. Boy, you want to talk about a frustrating second half of the season for, for Perez, man. You start out, you're, you're hot, you win some races, you think, I'm about to give my teammate a run for his money this year, and then you fall into disarray and disrepair, and you start finishing in 20th and 19th, and even 10th for a Red Bull is completely out of the out of the question of, of where you should be finishing, only to wind up finishing 4th, 3rd, and 4th, which isn't bad, but again, for a Red Bull, that's, that's not where you want to finish. He's got to figure something out with qualifying, because... Oh, buddy. It was bad last year. I mean, he was not getting out of Q1 quite a few times, uh, yeah. which is very uncharacteristic of Red Bull and, and a little scary. So this one, man, this one's another tough one because obviously, you know, it's plus 140 on the over. It's two and a half. It's minus 170 on the under. Minus 170 against pushing it. You want to lean under. Um, I don't mind taking the over on this one. It's a Red Bull again. Uh, we saw him be able to to hang with Max early in the season, right? Like when Checo, those couple of races earlier on where, where Checo got ahead of Max and, and Max had to come through the field, Max could never catch him. And so I think there's there's some some maybe room for that. We know how fucking good he is on, on street courses. Multiple times he burned us late in the season. I think we bet on him in Vegas, bet on him in Mexico where he didn't even, you know, he started good and then fucks it up in the first corner in Rex and, and we don't get a really chance to see him. So I think that it's not that crazy to see him go for three wins. You've got to think, and we'll talk about Max here in a minute, obviously, you've got to think he regresses a little bit, right? How many wins? Max had 18 wins. 19. Is that? 19, 19 wins. wins. Yeah. 19 is a lot of fucking races to win. Does he get to 19 again? I don't think so. And so somebody has got to pick up the slack on some of these. And and what better person to do it than his Red Bull teammate, right? Again, if Max is on the other end and gets caught up in a wreck here or there, maybe Checo's the one who takes advantage. Obviously, Checo is the uh, of the two of them, the less consistent one, and, and he struggled with the qualifying and doesn't always get the good finishes where if Max is running at the end, Max is, is salvaging a decent finish no matter how bad the day has been. Or Checo, it's not the same. But just for Checo to win three races, I don't think is a crazy tall order with as far ahead as Red Bull's been, again, maybe some other teams kind of catch up here. Um, but I, I think you can, again, not racing to the books to take the over on this one, but one that I would probably lean towards the over on this one again, based on where the number's at. And and I don't think it's a crazy stretch for him to win one more race than he won this past season. Well, and that's a, that's the thing. If you're going to say that Red Bull's going to continue to be dominant and that uh, Max Verstappen doesn't win one more or one of the races that he, that he won last season... I think it's only safe to assume that his Red Bull teammate will pick it up. I yeah. mean, well, 
Yeah, if you're taking nine, Max's 19 wins, you're only taking one away from him and giving it to his teammate. Is that a crazy case to make for plus? Was it plus 170? That's it's not really that uh, that much that or plus 140 on the over. It's not that much of a stretch, really. It's safer than taking a Piastri bet, honestly, and that's that's really yeah. where I'm at with this one too. And in that you look at and so we talked about the the Red Bull standard, right? I mean. Look, Perez's average finish, and we, we joked that he didn't get the finishes that he wanted, but his average finish last season was 5.9. I mean, it, it other teams would kill. You you think AlphaTauri would love to have a 5.9 average finishing position uh, because that would mean that they're running up top. So, you know, uh, and, and so for, for Alfa Romeo, they'd love to have a 5.9 average finishing position. Obviously, it's not what Red Bull wants, but... Uh, it, it's something they've got. We talk about Perez knocking on the door, right? Finished second at Spa, finished second in the Italian Grand Prix, second in Miami, second in Bahrain. So, again, these are all races that if something would have happened to Max, if Max would have hit some debris, if Max would have run over something, uh, Perez is right there behind him to, to snatch the win. So I think you're right. I think the natural progression for him is to take it over, especially at plus money, because he's right there up front. You know, even third place sometimes can be a, a good spot if you somebody goes off pit sequence or you get a safety car and you can leapfrog the other guys because you're on you know newer tires or a better strategy. When you're when you're within the top three cars, it's easier for you to make those adjustments than when you're fifth or seventh or tenth. You know, you can't you can't make those adjustments. So, yeah, I think the over is the play here. Uh, again, it's just tough sometimes because that's a lot of wins for it. For a, a, when the only other person to, to win more than one race was Sergio Perez, and he only won two. Yeah, and I guess looking back, I mean, yeah, 2022, he only won two. 21, it looks like he won two. So I don't. I guess he's not gotten. Yeah, he's won two, three times in his career. That's his six wins. So he's not gotten to three yet. Um, so I guess again, a case to be made, and I think that's why it's priced where it's at. But uh, again, not one I'm running to bet. But I don't mind taking the over. You know, and I was kind of off of Checo going into last season. I thought maybe in, you know Ricardo ends up replacing him. I still think Ricardo could take that job next year, maybe you know in 2025. Because uh, I think Checo, I think this is his last year of his deal, which. Could entice him to race harder and, and tried more to win because he's he's running for a ride potentially. So um, yeah, again, leaning towards the over, but not fully sold. Oh well, I guess that takes us to the main event, the man of the hour, the reigning world champion of fifteen years, uh, the winner of nineteen of twenty-two races in the twenty twenty-three season. You know him, you love him, Max Verstappen. Cue the Danish. Uh, and the Austrian anthem, because you're going to hear them quite a bit again next year. But the question is, Cody, the books think that he will get 15 wins this season. Again, last season he got 19, right? And for Max Verstappen, feel like he's going to win all 22 of them. The year before that, he got 17. The year before that, he got 18. So playing a little conservative here, the number for the over is minus 165. The under is at plus 135. We expect teams to get better, but do we expect them to get uh, seven wins better and steal seven wins from Verstappen to, to get him to under 14 and a half? Maybe we should have started at this one and then worked our case from there, but 
<laughs> I mean, based on based on this, right? They're awarding some other people some wins. I mean, if you're taking away, basically they're saying he's probably going to win 15 here. So you're taking away four wins. So do you give one to Checo? Do you give one to Lando? Is it two to Charles? Like there is some room in there, right? Uh, at minus 165, if you want to get down on a max future, this might be the one. 15 races is a lot to win. He's done it two seasons in a row now. So there is that. Three but seasons it's in a row. Still was how many did he win in 21? He won 18. He won 18 and 21, 17 and 22, 21. He he won in 23. So did he really he only won didn't he win 15 and 22? Uh no, 17. Hmm. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm reading yeah. the podium numbers. Okay. Ten. I'm sorry. Doing, I was like, man. Ten. Uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, Rod. There's a column here, and it says podium, and I'm over here looking at no. So yeah, ten, ten, fifteen, nineteen. I'm sorry. Okay, ten to yeah. So so he hit this number two years ago. So he went from ten. I mean, you've got to think ten is the baseline, right? Like, there's almost no way he wins less than ten. Does he get to fifteen? I mean. Him getting to 15 two years ago was like, whoa, like this is a lot. And then obviously he just hammers the record out of the park last year at 19. I mean, or 18 still, or yeah, in 19 because he won. Jesus, how many races did you win? Last listen, year? listen, don't don't follow my lead. <laughs> all right, this is this is a case of I still can't read columns correctly. So, welcome to the F1 Either Gambling way. Podcast where you just pray that yeah, I get the right. It's numbers. the off season. It's fine. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but. Uh, I mean, yeah, you still, I think, got to go over. Like, he's in the peak of his career. Red Bull's at the top of their game right now. Uh, I mean, we might look back on this and, and laugh and be like, it was only a 14 and a half. Like, that is that it does seem just so low after what he's done the last couple of years. Um, and I think minus 165 is an okay price to pay. Probably not going to load down the, you know, my all, all of my credit on there, but, uh, but I think if you're going to take a side that that's it. And, and the under is only a plus 135. Like, that's not very attractive at all. And, and again, it does specify, as so we're looking at Caesars here, it does say 21 scheduled races must be run. Um, obviously, you know, so that doesn't account for if he misses time or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I think you just got to go with the over. If you want a max future, you know, minus 300 is a lot to pay on him winning the championship or the constructors is, is even more, I think, than that. Um, so this might be the one to get minus 165 and it could go either way. You know, you could sweat it out at the end of the season and be like, wow, he's, he's not there yet. Or, you know, 15 races and you could be like, well, that was an easy cash. So it, it could go either way, but I think you, you definitely have to go to the over. It's just as good as he's been these last couple of seasons, he's done it two years in a row. Again, at some point there's going to be that shift and it's going to be like, okay, this is the year. Is that this year? I feel like it's it's going to keep trending the way that it's trending. And, and you know, maybe if Piastri starts to to end and he picks up three or four wins all of a sudden and Max gets the rest of them or whatever, but I don't think we're I don't think we've seen enough out of anyone where it's like, okay, yes, Lando's going to come in and, and get four of these wins. So, you know, and and going through this number, I mean, there was nobody that we were confident on the over. I don't think there was one was there one driver where we're like, yes, absolutely hammer the over. No, it was like, oh, I would take the over on this guy. I feel comfortable. But it was a lot of under, 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 under right? Because we think Max is going to win those races. So I think that that the over is still the way to go with Max. I think that is just such a high number, 14 and a half. And he was only, uh, I think it was nine and a half last year. Let me pull that article back up, which is looking back. Boy, if you took the over on that one, that was crazy. 
Um, yeah, nine and a half over my minus one ten. Um, and yeah, we probably told the, you to take that one at the time. My too. pick was the over in the article, so that's a good thing. Uh, well, there should be regression from fifteen. I said, and some other drivers should snag some wins. Max is uh, up for the task and one of the best drivers in the world, and and that remains the case. <laughs> and it did remain the case. So, just for context, if you really, if I mean, he went from May to September winning races like that was <laughs> between miami yeah so may june july august five full months without losing a single race then he lost at singapore and then went back uh after that from japan on and and ran the table so i mean again it's just yeah he only lost three races all season long i, I think he's gonna win at least 15 this year um which again which who which drivers are gonna take him away from him Kind of hard to say, but at the very least, I think 15 is an attainable number for Max. No one's slowing him down. No one's slowing him down yet. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. Yeah, he's slowing it'll be fun down. once once somebody does. It'll be fun to watch. Um, just because you know somebody will have caught him. Yeah, I don't know that it's yet. Yep, I don't either. Uh, all right, I, that'll do it. That's that's all the win totals. So much for a short episode. Hey, look, we got yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, hey, look at that short episode we cranked out. But like, that's the thing is. And that's like, I just, you can't express it enough to people when they're like, why do you want to bet on a sport where the same guy wins every week? Like there is so much more to talk about than just Matt. And we spend a lot of time on Max is going to win a lot of races because yeah, it's, you know, but there is so much more to it. And there's still other ways to bet these. And are they all great numbers? No. And, and were we super confident on a lot of them? Not necessarily. It was more leaning, but some that we really like, some we're going to go place right now. Give me the Lando under for sure. That's what I'm hitting. Give me the Lewis under. I'm going to hit those two right now. Um, but yeah, it was fun to talk about it. We're getting closer. We're we're almost there. Month and a half, pretty much. Close enough. I would very much like to just watch F1 on TV now. Let's let's just get this going, shall we? I miss those early morning Sunday wake-ups to watch <laughs> F1. Uh, as do I. Um, all right, well then, uh, the sooner we end this episode, the closer we are to another. Uh, so let's go ahead and, and put a pin in this one. Hopefully you guys got some usable information, which... I know we did, so you probably did as well. Uh, so yeah, stick with us. We'll we'll continue to come back. There's Formula E out there. We're gonna let's hit some Formula E uh, to, to dive into that. Yeah, we've got some odds on that, so we'll cover that one here uh, later, maybe next week as well, and and give you some Formula E stuff to keep an eye on because I feel like that's a that's a market we need to watch in this podcast. I, so. I don't know I if agree. anybody else is doing it. Is anybody else doing it? There's barely anybody doing this, so uh, <laughs> you're. Correct. I don't think anybody's going that far. All right, well then we'll we'll go that far for you. You know why? Because you're DJs and and we love you for it. So, yep. All right, Cody. Well, as we uh, close out this episode, let everyone know where they can find you out there in the world of the interwebs. Yep. Follow me on the X at House Corner Score Zeb. Make sure you check out the NASCAR Gambling Podcast as well. A lot of fun episodes going on over there. And uh, yeah, let's come back and do it again soon. We certainly will, and we'll do it with Formula E. I'm on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio, everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Check out my Royal Rumble article over there on Sportsbook Review. Get down with some WWE like you used to when you were a kid. I guarantee you it's still a lot of fun. The Rock's back, so uh, CM Punk's back. Make you feel like a teenager all over again, uh, so get down on that. All right, we'll see you again with some Formula E next week. Until then, let's go racing and let it ride.